Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Mastered. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Wade as always. And what a year it's been. We are finally getting to the end of 2022. Feels like it just started almost. <laughs> I know. It's like this year's gone by in a blur. <laughs> but I feel like so much has happened this year, so much stuff that we've watched, games we've played, things we've read. So for this episode, we're just going to kind of get into, you know, our highlights of the year, things that we enjoyed, also some things that we did not enjoy. And a lot of things we're going to talk about, it's just kind of in general, yeah, what we have yeah, done over the year. Some of the things are actually new things that actually came out this year. Others are things that are, that are a bit older, like maybe games that were in our backlog or older movies that we watch for the first time. So we'll just kind of go through all the different categories and we'll just share them with you all. And, you know, we would love to hear from you guys as well, what you enjoyed from the year. And I think at the top of this episode too, I want to mention, you know, just a shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast this year, whether you've been listening to us from the beginning or if you started listening to us this year, we're really grateful for you guys. And also, we wanted to give a special shout out to everybody who has downloaded our Hocus Pocus 2 episode. <laughs> <laughs> we hit over a thousand downloads on that episode. So wow. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening. And we hope you continue to listen to us in the new year. And, you know, as always, we'd love to chat with you. So you can find us on any of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Pod Demastered. If there are things that you want us to discuss in an upcoming episode, you know, feel free to message us there, or you can send us an email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. But as for now, I think we're going to get into our least favorites and favorites of the year. Oh, yes. It was, it's been such a good year to be a, like a nerd, I think. We've gotten so mm-hmm. many like cool things on all fronts and it's just next year look is looking already looking pretty good as well. Uh, uh, but definitely. We'll, we'll get into next year later. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get through this year first. <laughs> yes. Well, I think, you know, we should always end on a highlight. So I think we should just kind of start off with what was the worst of the year? Oh, let's talk about those worst or least favorites. Yes. True. Worst of the worst. <sighs> <laughs> Now, this one is always hard for me because I don't like, I'm just, you ask me my least favorite anything at any given moment and I'm just like, oh, everything's pretty cool. Like, I like everything. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did actually have a couple things um, that were not so cool (laughs) this year. Um, And I know, I know, I know Chelsea shares my ire in one of those (laughs) things. Um, It (laughs) unfortunately affects her more than it affects me at the moment, but we were we were a little pissed about it, nonetheless. Chelsea, Just you want to toss bit. out what that thing is? Uh, okay, Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this game since the beginning of this podcast. It was one of my most anticipated games. And I kept saying it like a broken record because it was going to, you know, come out, like kept getting pushed back. And then, then a couple months ago, we finally got a release date. It was going to come out in February. And then what did they decide to do? They decided to just what, like a week or two ago it's been? Yeah. Very recently, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's still coming out for people like on the date they originally said, but they're like, oh, but wait, if you're a PlayStation 4 user, an Xbox One user, or like a Switch user, it's going to come out much later for you guys. Which, much later. I mean, to be honest, for the Switch. Like, that's fair. Yeah, the that's Switch, fair. like, they didn't have an official <laughs> date for that, but that's still really late. Mm-hmm. What is it, like, July or something? Yeah. But yeah. no. It's way later than these other two guys, which is later than the 
than the current gen stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, d- and, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's such a bummer because, you know, like, we were going to hop into that early access and we were just going to tear that game apart. Like, we were so ready and, mm-hmm. and now, like, we just don't know, really. So, mm. Yeah, I was planning to play on the PS4, yeah, but with a release date of April 4th, it's just disappointing. Like, I understand, like, it's not that I don't understand where they're coming from with this and everything, like, but this game has been in development for years, and it always seemed like it was their intention to release on all systems, and then just to kind of go back and say, oh, well, we haven't really been working on those older systems, so we're going to spend more time working on that, which is, like, cool, you know, it'll help make not so much of a buggy game. But I'm just nervous about the quality because we've been seeing what it's like on a PS5. That's what all the gameplay has been from. And it looks so smooth, so nice, and just, I don't know, Hogwarts Legacy, you've been disappointing me. <laughs> well, hopefully a couple months from now, hopefully we'll be having a different conversation. Yes, very true. That's what we can hope for. Mm-hmm. Change my mm-hmm. mind game. Mm-hmm. Well, to go along with that, talking about people disappointing other people, something this, mm-hmm. and this just happened, I mean like just days ago, um, so, so this year is the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy, which is bonkers. Mm-hmm. That's older than me. That's crazy. And they held like a little stream. They did some cool things, um, but they didn't really like, they didn't have any announcements. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they're like, well, we hope you're looking forward to Final Fantasy 16. Uh, you know, we have the theater rhythm Final Fantasy game coming out in a couple months. Like, you're, we hope you're ready to get that. And then they were like, oh, well, you remember those Pixel Remaster games that came out, like, a ways back on, on Steam? Well, well, we'll bring those to consoles, I suppose. Um, and it's it's digital, which is fine. We know we love digital games here. But they are doing, like, a limited release physical version, mm. which is, like, $75 for six Nintendo Super Nintendo games. <laughs> Gosh. And... I mean, there's like like a collector's version, which is super cool. It's like 250 or something. And it comes with some really nice things. Not nice enough for $250, I don't think. But the, um, that, that physical limited edition, like just a regular game, it sold out in like minutes Mm -hmm. and it was only through their website. Of course. And if you've never had any experience with Square Enix shipping, (laughs) that's a $75 game with a 20 to $30 shipping charge. So Ew. you're paying about a hundred bucks for these six games, these six, you know, thirty-five to twenty-five-year-old games. That just they want fans to have infinite amount of money, apparently. Just. Yes. Well, Square's really good about that. And actually, I can I'll <laughs> add on to that in just a second because um, something else was announced that I know you'll be excited for, and then I'm going to break your heart about it. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm here for. So now they came back like a day later, I think, and they were like, "Well, we we have some more copies of that regular standard edition," and then it once again sold out in just like minutes. Um, so I'm hoping that they see that and go, okay, maybe we'll just put this into like, like normal, um, rotation then like we'll make it a regular game and we'll actually make some copies mm-hmm. of it. Hopefully. Cause people will pay for it. I mean, people will get the digital version anyway. Like if they can't get yeah. the physical, they'll get the, vid- they'll get the digital, but like, but people want the physical. So, but anyway, the other thing they did, <laughs> the other thing they did, um, they announced a kingdom hearts, vinyl collection oh it has it's three discs it has songs from kingdom hearts one and two and three 
with an additional song from four that was used in the trailer. Okay. Like the darkness of reality or something like that. I think that's what the song is called. And this collection looks so freaking cool. Like, oh my God. And it's like $160 for three vinyls. Mm -hmm. And that's all. There's no, it doesn't like come with like other special items or anything like that. It's just three vinyls in a box. They're just hanging it over our heads, just teasing, like, you want the awesome music we Uh, have in these games? Well, you better be ready to fork over all the money. They freaking square, freaking square. Square. But, you know, we all have a love-hate relationship with square. That's not new. (laughs) Yeah. That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. That's just how it works. (laughs) Okay, your turn. Sorry. Uh Oh, (laughs) Well, then, yeah. Well, I guess I'll kind of continue (laughs) off of video games. It's not a game from Square. Now, this game, I think it came out in 2021. I remember seeing the trailer, I think, at least at the Summer Game Festival. It was 12 Minutes. Oh, the game called 12 Minutes. Yes, the game called 12 Minutes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm I'm on the same page as you. Okay. Yeah. The one that had uh, voice actors of Willem Dafoe, uh, James McAvoy, and oh, no. I'm totally blinking out. Uh, Daisy Ridley. And (laughs) it looked interesting. It was kind of like a top-down view, and it kept showing, like, a husband and wife, like, getting together for dinner, and then, like, a guy coming in and trying to attack them, and the same thing kept repeating. It was, you had the same 12 minutes happen over and over again. And so it seemed kind of interesting, like, oh, you only have that certain amount of time limit, and you're trying to figure out, like, how to change the outcome, what's actually going on. So I was like, I finally got to play that game. No. I hated that game by the end. It was such a cool premise, but the game itself was disappointing. It was like the idea of the game was better than the execution. Where they went with the story was just disgusting to me. It was so lackluster and just, I don't even want to talk about that game. (laughs) Listeners, if you have played that game and you also didn't like it, please let me know. I want to share that same. (laughs) Chelsea needs some vindication. Yes. (laughs) But just... Uh, that's all I'm going to give it. I'm not going to get into spoilers of that game. It's just, just ew. There's some trigger warnings in it, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Because <laughs> once I got halfway the story, I was like, oh, ew, we are going this direction. Really? This is what you thought would happen in a cool game like this? Okay, fine. I will at least finish it to the end, but I did not enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, so that was that. Now, are there any other terrible things that come to mind for you i know we talked a lot about video games disappointing news we disappointing did. games but i'll throw i'll throw a comic in there okay um and this breaks my heart a lot oh. but the amazing spider-man comic series this year mm-hmm. not been not been feeling the vibes we had a story to wrap up like the most recent run that led into the new run and just like between the two things i'm just like i'm waiting for something cool to happen i think mm. or like mysteries to be solved need needless mysteries at that things that have been held over our heads since the series began i'm just like uh it i don't just know. needs it's, to hurry up and i'm, get I'm used to interesting. yeah i'm used to spider-man like moving along like doing stuff and you know like answering questions and having more questions being asked as a result kind of thing but like this new run i feel like we're just in a constant state of well, yeah, there's this one question, and that's it. Like, we're not moving towards a conclusion on figuring out what happened kind of thing. Mm. But it's going to get brought up all the time. 
And and also, like, at the end of the last one, like, Peter and Mary Jane were getting back together. He was trying to propose to her, and their relationship was back on track. The start of this one, it's, like, six months later, and she has, like, a different husband, like, with children. <laughs> and it's six months later. That escalated. <laughs> yeah, well, and the children are, like, multiple years old. Oh. Like, what is happening? Like, and stepchildren are a thing. Like, okay... Yeah. However, the daughter looks just like Mary Jane. Hmm. Like, and, and like, her and Peter just, like, aren't talking. And, like, I don't know, like, <sighs> I need to know. Drive me crazy. I'm not having a good time over here. No. I better give you <laughs> answers soon. Yeah. Mm, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. I do have one other downer to mention, though. It's, it's basically okay. of my own fault that I watched it, but... <laughs> uh... <laughs> So it's a really, I mean, it's kind of funny how I got to watching it. So basically, I know I've talked a little bit about my letterboxing adventures on this podcast. We mainly talked about it in our New Year's resolutions episode. But basically, if you're familiar with geocaching, letterboxing is cooler. But sometimes there are clues where you have to either like do further research or like reference something else in order to find out where the box is hidden. So it kept referencing this like movie and I was like, oh, maybe I need to watch this movie in order to figure out what this clue is to find this box. Well, I clearly found the wrong movie. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so I watched Uh-oh. this movie called Sudden Fury. It came out in 1997. This was like a really low budget. Like, I mean, honestly, props to anybody who can make a movie. But sometimes movies are just like downright terrible. And <laughs> it's this not everybody's going to enjoy everything. <laughs> yeah. So... This movie took place in like, I guess it was considered Southeast England, and it was definitely like these friends made this movie. It was, and it was on Tubi, and it was basically just like fighting over drugs and stuff, and every other word was an F-bomb, and I was just like, also they had such thick, thick accents, I was like, I don't know what anybody is saying. I don't even know if there's a plot to this movie, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I sat through like an hour and a half film, I wouldn't recommend doing that. (laughs) Didn't help, I'm guessing, didn't help you find your, your geocache? Nope, not at all. I was also wondering why in the That's world somebody bad. would know this obscure movie. So, back to square one. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I watched something new. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you take a turn and it goes to a dead end, I guess. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Are you ready to move into some... Positives? I think so, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Get some get some fun things. Um yes. do we want to save our like best game for later? Like do we want to move on past that for now? I mean, if you want to save it for a little bit later, we can do that. Yeah, mine won't be terribly shocking or anything. Like I don't have some deep cut <laughs> or anything like that, some indie banger that nobody's going to know. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's not a big deal. Well, we could talk about our other two categories <laughs> first and then get into our best game then. Okay. You want to do like are the best art or style in a video game you want to start with that one first yeah we can okay um i'll do mine first because mine is kind of hard to like figure out i suppose Mm -hmm. um because a lot of the games that i played this year were just kind of like continuations of other games that really didn't have like some big crazy um like unique art style or they were just like you know high high powered realistic kind of settings and things like that um Mm -hmm. so nothing crazy on that front but i did just start playing a game literally the other day um it's Mm. called little noah 
Um, and it's like this little no. It's hard to describe. It's kind of like a Mega Man game, like a two okay. D side scrolling action kind of thing. Um, but like you collect, you collect like little creatures, and as you collect the creatures, those creatures become like your combo. But you can rearrange the creatures so you can like change your combos and stuff mm. like that. And it's 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 very Mega Man esque in a sense of just get from A to B and fight the stuff between. Um, but the art style specifically is, I'm pretty sure, is from the same group who does the Bravely Default games, um, which are Square RPGs. Um, oh, okay. The the art is very it's it's so unique to them, um, but it is so cute at the same time. Like. I just, I saw the game, like the trailer when it came out like forever ago, and I just saw it and I was like, oh my god, like, yes. And then it went, it was on sale the other day and I was, I snatched it up so fast. <laughs> I had forgotten about it, but then I saw it again and I was like, yep, that's mine. So I've been, I've been playing that a little bit and I'm just, it just makes me happy. A nice little world to be in. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cozy games. <laughs> Cozy games. Cozy games. Yes. Well... I think the art style I really found unique. So I played a game earlier this year called Never Alone. I think it originally came out in 2014. And it's kind of like a puzzle platformer. But what's really interesting about it is that it was a video game developed with in conjunction with and the indigenous people, the Alaska natives called the Inupiaq. And so okay. they like met with their council and they were looking for a way to just sh share more of their culture and stories. And so this game has, the art itself is almost inspired by their their paintings, their sculpture work and everything. And it tells the story of this little girl called Nuna and her Arctic fox. And in between their kind of story, that's kind of almost like one of their stories from the past. They have actual interviews with the Nupiaks, like, and their members. And so it's this really interesting sharing a culture and history but it's a video game with the documentary style to it that is so cool mm-hmm huh it was it was such a unique game it was just kind of chill kind of simple but just it was beautiful to play mm -hmm. well they've there's been such a such a good amount of those kind of games that have come out like very simple to play mm -hmm. games but like the story they're telling is very like ambient like it's all about the world around you and the people and things like that. It's not about how hard the game is. You're just doing this and that, but just everything, everything else that you get out of the game though, is just, there's so many games that lately that have been like that, that it just, what a, what a good direction to take, to take like these cozy, simple games. And just tell these personal stories with them as well. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Didn't you play, um, was that the post- the post game, like the postman game, where you're delivering letters. Oh yes, wasn't like, that also yes. very similar? Yeah, yeah, very very cozy, very chill. I'll be talking a little mm -hmm. bit more about that one shortly. Good. You know, <laughs> we should we should have an episode that's just about cozy gaming. Yes. Why I haven't we thought that. of that? Oh my gosh! Well, now we will. Let's make yes. sure that gets Listeners, on our list. Yes, teasing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Well, are we ready to move on to our next one? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Do we want to do our best in-game moment? Let's do it. Okay. So I was, I thought, I had to think about this one a lot. And I, I really wasn't super confident about it. Because I did some things, you know, like I replayed Final Fantasy IX. 
<laughs> and that game always gets me. Like, the amount of amazing moments in that game is just terrific. Um, but that comes from a series where, like, they work on giving you those in-game moments that matter. So I <laughs> I decided to go instead for... Um, I went for the new Pokemon games, hmm. Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, mm-hmm. uh, because for once they included a story and characters that like that re- they really felt like they mattered, um, mm-hmm. especially like the last like quarter of the game, like where the story really intensifies. Um, some very mature themes, things like that, talking about death, stuff like that, oh, things wow. that don't happen yeah. in Pokemon games, death and loss, looking to mm-hmm. the future, trying to figure out what what you're supposed to do and stuff like that. Those are not themes in a Pokemon game, but the fact that they went for it and then it worked out so well, um, I'm going to give, I'm going to give it to that game this year. Wow. Yeah. That's very Mm -hmm. interesting. That's cool that, you know, that there's Pokemon games that have more depth to them, or at least you get a little bit of variety. Mm -hmm. And that's cool that it did a good job with the story. It seems. Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. Well, my best in-game moment comes from a game I played earlier this year. It mm-hmm. was from Control. I absolutely okay. loved that game. Now, I think, listeners, if you played Control, you probably will know immediately what scene I'm thinking of. I'm not going to get into spoilers too much, but I will mention that it is from the Ashtray Maze sequence. Everything about it is freaking amazing. It's a part in the game that you can't access until you get to that part in the story. Like, you'll pass it a couple times, but to actually get through it, it comes at a certain time of the game. It's just the music hits, and you just, it's its this maze. It's this whole sequence, but it's called the Ashtray Maze, and everything so, works so well from you fighting the enemies to the speed of the music. It's like you're playing a music video, almost, or just like the music just goes along well, and it actually subtly will like speed up or slow down, depending on how fast or slow you go through the sequence it's pretty wild so this whole music like it's the same music everybody listens to but it's so seamless with how it plays while you're playing that part of the game it's that is cool (laughs) (laughs) i love when i love so much when music is integrated into a game to such a level um where it moves between things or like interacts like with what's physically happening in the game like Mm -hmm. i eat that up oh my gosh no it's it's an amazing if you ever get to play that game like I guarantee you're going to love that sequence. It's so freaking cool. I have to get there eventually. Yeah. It's when you play it, you're just like, I just want to play that all over again for the first time. And there is kind of, you can kind of play it again. There's a little another part later on in the game where you can find that sequence and kind of play it again, but nothing beats that first time. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not quite the same. (laughs) It's you don't you don't get to relive experiences for the first time because mm-hmm. everything after that it comes with like expectations and nostalgia and things like that. So for real, yes, so true. Should we just then? Should we go to our best game? We can do that. We can. Since do we're that. kind of sticking in the game realm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's okay if you have a top couple because I do. So yeah, well, it was so hard because I think like this year I've. I've started so many new games, but mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't like beaten many of the new games because uh, I just kind of keep like weaving in and out of them kind of thing and like until they're done. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, my favorite, I think is, um, I think I'll have to give it to Pokemon Legends Arceus just because it was, it's so different than any other Pokemon game. 
Um, and I hate to put Pokemon in there twice because there's so many other things that like I've done and enjoyed this year. Um, but like when that game came out, it was like it was the beginning or it was the end of January. I think it was such a long time ago now. Um, but like it was just so refreshing to get to do things in a different way. It just it breathed a lot of life into it. I think. But I think if I had to pick something that wasn't Pokemon, um, it was probably probably Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> I think so. (laughs) I think so. I I don't, I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't stay away from it. (laughs) No. Which is good. I hope it continues to, to capture me that in that way for the the rest of its lifetime. Yes. I mean, there's never been a Disney game quite like this in the way it combines Mm -hmm. all the elements of other games that I think we both have enjoyed over the years. Just, it's fantastic. That's definitely one of my favorite games, but I kind of put it in a little side category because it's just kind of like my favorite ongoing game. Because there's still so much more to be told about the story and still being in early access. And I just... Let's say the game's not even actually out yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But already it's fantastic. So I was so excited. Just even... I'll just continue talking about Dreamlight Valley. Why not? Okay. It was just so exciting (laughs) to, to, to have a game like that that, I mean... To me, I feel like it's been so many years since we've had, like, a good Disney game. Like, Disney, mm-hmm. like, really kind of stepped away from games for a long time. But I remember, like, Epic Mickey I thought was really cool uh, for a while when they had their online multiplayer, not really multiplayer type game, VMK, Virtual Magic Kingdom during its, like, okay, yeah. during the celebration, like, 2005 or whatnot, where you mm-hmm. got to wear your little outfits and, like, kind of hang out in the park and play games. And then... There's also Disney Infinity, which I thought was fun, but there was so much potential in that game, and then it just died off. But to see this, I'm like, Dreamlight Valley is fantastic. It's like a combination of all these games with Animal Crossing with so much other like simulation-type games. It's just, it's all there. We get to live our Disney life in the game. And it's absolutely geared to um, like our generation, too. 100%. Like, I, I know kids like it, because I have, I have a nephew that likes it i have like students who will bring it up often i know that they're enjoying it too but i haven't seen anybody love it more than like us like our generation Mm -hmm. of people yeah i would agree it's just yeah so that i would definitely give it a special award my favorite ongoing game now i did finish a lot of games this year they were in my backlog i think i finished a little over 20 games so I played a lot of games this year. Wow. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I was like, besides Dreamlight Valley, I guess the only game that I'm slowly getting through is Horizon Forbidden West. So that doesn't make my list because I haven't finished it, but maybe we'll see if it makes my list next year. But the three games I played that I just absolutely fell in love with, I had to narrow it down to three. I couldn't do any. Okay. That's less okay. Than that. Well, so I already mentioned my favorite sequence was in the game Control. Control was a fantastic game. It exceeded my expectations. I thought it was just... It already seemed like it had an intriguing story before even playing the game, and the mechanics seemed kind of interesting, having kind of, like, certain abilities, and then also, like, it has so much depth to it. Like, the story itself, like, is really intriguing. There's so much mystery behind it. But then it's one of those games where I love reading the lore, where you find different Mm -hmm. documents, different recordings, and it just helps make the world even more immersive so much more real you get to just slowly uncover the story different ways like that i just it was an excellent game it's in the same universe as because it's a remedy game so it's 
in the same universe as Alan Wake. And we got the announcement of Alan Wake 2. I think it's supposed to come out next year. Alan Wake seems a little bit more like a horror game. I'm not sure if I'm going to play that one or not. But <laughs> Yeah, that one may not quite be for you. <laughs> but I'm, I really enjoyed Control. It was a lot of fun. I mean, because you kind of basically have superpowers in it and kind of evolve those off. So it's, it's a blast mm-hmm. in that respect. But also just the world building is incredible in that game. Then another game, which is an older game, is What Remains of Edith Finch. I remember you telling me about this one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's such a short game. I think it takes you maybe about two or so hours to complete, but just it's one of those games where you just, I think people call them like the walking simulator simulator games. I hate using that term because it just makes it like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think people it just who call doesn't games give that, that like they don't, they don't get what's intended out of the game. So they think that's all they're doing, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like a, it's a disservice to a game to just call it a walking simulator. Because I'm like, what are you doing in most games? You are walking, pretty much so. But there's so much more to it. But it's just, you're cover, like you're uncovering these, like, it's like a depressing game. But it's told yeah. so well. And just about this the family. And Edith Finch is telling the story. And just, it's so unique. It uses, like, a couple different art styles and different gameplay mechanics as you, like, uncover each family member's story. And it's just has such a bittersweet ending to it but it's just like when you play it you're just like wow just take a moment to just appreciate and also be a little upset at what you just played but it's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i i i really like games that can can have those kinds of endings though that aren't just kind of wrap everything up and everybody's happy and Mm -hmm. everything's fine i enjoy those those endings that really make you feel that make you wish you hadn't Mm-hmm. like experienced it you know like good god almighty we could do an episode on on games that have made me cry crushing like, games yeah yeah mm-hmm. crushing games yes absolutely yeah but i'm like nope the game did its job it did a wonderful job of telling a story and it was it was an incredible experience and then to i will mention one other game which we've talked about a couple times i've hinted at a couple times lake where you spend time and you're like small hometown and you basically uh your your parents are basically on your vacation your dad is like the mailman so you apparently get to easily take over his job just delivering mail throughout the town <laughs> that's how that works i guess <laughs> yeah exactly that's totally how it works but it's just that game is the definition of relaxation for me i have never experienced a game like that where i could just feel completely relaxed playing a video game and just it's just so chill. It was so fun. I know people might find that game boring, but I, I I loved it. I loved delivering mail around town and just having conversations with the locals. It was just a blast, and it's a game that I want to play a million times. <laughs> it's it's on my list of um, like indies to play. Um, I have mm-hmm. I've had it downloaded on my computer for good God Almighty forever. <laughs> yes, but no. I'm really bad about getting to my computer games, so. I will, I will get there, though. I will. I know. So many games, so little time. <laughs> oh, seriously. I need another summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. I know we've talked a lot about video games. Are there any other final comments we want to make about any video games we've played throughout the year? Um, I just... There's been so much, um, and I wish, I wish the year was longer so I could, like, try to finish the ones that I started this year because, like... I started, um, like, Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm, I'm having mm-hmm. a blast at that game. That game just takes a lot of time. Like, 
it's not like one of those things where you can sit down and play it for 10 minutes or an hour or something. Mm-hmm. You need to like, you need to dig in. Um, and Sonic Frontiers as well. I'm having a blast with that. It's like the best Sonic game I've played since like the adventure games back mm. when I was like 11. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> bringing you back to those it's, childhood memories. Yes. it. Yeah. And it's so good. And just like the things they're doing with like these classic Sonic characters, um, they just feel right. Like mm. they're, ah, it's so good. Um, so maybe someday, maybe someday. Okay, what sh- category should we continue with next? Let's now. You said I don't. I think you said that you didn't have anything for for best book or comic. Yeah, not really. I the only thing I'll mention is I I did make my goal of the year. I had set a New Year mm-hmm. resolution to read at least five books, and I so far have read six. So yes. Well, good. Good. Yes. Like real books, I haven't read a lot of. This year, I have several sitting on my nightstand um, in various places within the books. I have a bookmark, um, but I haven't finished any. Um, a lot of my reading this year has been in comic form because mm-hmm. they're just they're a little quicker to, to get through. I don't have to tell you that. Um, but my my favorite thing is, as far as like the comic book world this year has been all the X-Men stuff. Mm. Like just I, all I of it. catch up. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. But just every every X-Men event that's happened, most of the books, just like the stories within them, have just been fantastic. And I that's I cool. hope that they can keep that going as long as they can. <laughs> I'm scared a little One bit. One can but, hope. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm always worried. I'm always worried that the next decision they make with this, like, Dawn of X thing, like the whole Krakoa stage, mm-hmm. I'm always worried that the next thing they do is going gonna, is gonna to sink the ship. But it's such a big ship right now. Like, I don't want it to go anywhere. <laughs> it needs to stay around. Is there an estimated time about how long this will last? This whole um, era, I guess? No. Not particularly, I don't think. Like, here in the next, like, month or so, we're going to be starting, like, mm-hmm. the next portion of the era. Um, and it starts with this with the uh, Sins of Sinister event. We're basically, mm-hmm. like, Sinister has found Mr. Sinister has found a way to basically control all timelines. Mm-hmm. Um and he like adapts those timelines to fit him. So it's just it's just a universe ruled by Mr. Sinister. Um which if you don't, you don't. know Mr. Sinister, <laughs> I like I'm sorry, like you need you need this you need that sass and that mess in your life. He's fantastic. He's a great villain. Um he's got an obsession with genetics. Cyclops and capes. And like so. very particular people. Yes. <laughs> very particular people. He yes. has a cat. Did you know he has a cat that is like no. a Scott Summers cat? Oh no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's a little kid. It's a little cat that has like a Cyclops visor um, that like legitimately has Cyclops's powers. And it He's talks obsessed. too. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the cat talks, but like the cat refuses to talk to Sinister. <laughs> Seems <laughs> it just kind of like it kind of like lays around all day and like if sinister is like asking it questions it just kind of like looks at it looks at sinister and kind of goes back to its business he's like no <laughs> it's very it's very cat-like behavior yeah and it's very it's scott psychic. summers like yeah. behavior <laughs> yeah so it it fits the profile of everybody involved mm-hmm. but i didn't know that i didn't know that until <laughs> like this year that 
Sinister has this cat in it. Yep. Yeah. That, that didn't shock me one bit. No. Yeah, <laughs> of definitely news, but yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, of course, he's taken Scott's yes. genetics and put it into a damn house ha- house Gosh. cat. Gross. He's oh, nasty. <laughs> yep. That, that sums him up perfectly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's moving on from Do we want to do... Do we want to do TV show next? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. I have two possible candidates. Okay. I have two as well. You also have two? Okay, you do yours yes. first. I've done, I've, oh. I've taken up a lot of time. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's not <laughs> fine. It's, uh, so I will say I really enjoyed the second season of Only Murders in the Building. That show is absolutely fantastic. We're in the middle of the first season. Oh, you it. are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I was hoping you were going to watch the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We got, we started eventually, but we don't like, we're not like binging it. We're like... We're taking our time on it. It's just, it's been such mm-hmm. a fun ride. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I'm so glad that you're enjoying it and you're watching it because it's, yeah, it's definitely just a fun ride. And, and I think it'll be good too if you, if you're like slowly watching it and then if you pick up immediately the second season, it definitely helps because like I watched it when it came out and then I had to like kind of quickly like rewatch some of the first wait. seasons. Yeah. It, well, and to like refresh my memory on certain parts because it's amazing with callbacks to things from the first season as well. And it's just, it's a great time. I mean, the cast, the cast, <laughs> the cast. is just fantastic. For real. I was just surprised it works so well. And I'm like, Selena Gomez with them. It's just great. It's And that's the thing. Like, the fact that Selena Gomez works so well with those other two. Like, I, I just, I love them all. But the fact that they work so well together. Like, who thought mm-hmm. of that? They, they need an award just for that decision. Yeah, no, they did a great job with that. And like, I think a lot of people honestly were surprised that Selena Gomez could do that. And I'm like, well, I honestly thought she was one of the better actors on Disney Channel, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. I thought she was absolutely hilarious. And her show, Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm -hmm. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready for more Selena Gomez. And it worked out really well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want me to mention my other show? Quickly. Um, I'll I'll throw one in real quick, and okay. then and then we'll we'll go back and forth. Um, so let's see. So my favorite of the year, I think, my absolute favorite, I think, is House of the Dragon. Mm. It was so nice to see more Game of Thrones. First off, but to see Game of Thrones go back to like I don't know, kind of like its original feel, I suppose, okay. and not like the end of the show feel. Um, but like the cast for it waiting waiting week to week um it it didn't feel like i was waiting like forever like oh my god i can't wait to watch see what happens next kind of thing um everything was just paced out just right i think um and like the ending they gave us and even like finishing the the the, the first season um i went out almost immediately and bought um the book which just it's not like a real book it like chron it just chronicles like the timeline it's just a history book basically there's no like narrative being told it's just history and so because i I don't want to wait for multiple more seasons to like find out where this goes like i just need to know um and i (laughs) I haven't even reached the part in the book where like the events in the show are taking place like that doesn't happen until like at least halfway through i think oh um there's a lot that comes before and it's just been it's 
between the book and then the the show, it's been such a good time, like diving back into the Game of Thrones lore and stuff like that. I've really enjoyed it, and I, um, I can't wait to see how the second season kicks off. Like, because knowing what I know, because I spoiled myself, <laughs> um, like this next season is if people thought like some things that happened in um in some of the seasons of Game of Thrones were just like awful, like terrible, um we haven't hit that yet uh we're we're gonna get some worse things <laughs> happening in in house of the dragon so buckle up mm. we'll just say that. what a tease there yeah. <laughs> yes absolutely i never just really got into game of thrones i know i've heard so much hype okay, about it though. but i yeah. yeah i i never watched the show originally or i haven't watched house of the dragon either but i'm mm-hmm. glad that it seems like they're doing their fans right with this new show so that's good mm. well it doesn't have the it doesn't have the people who wrote the first show on board at all <laughs> so that at all that <laughs> makes it more enticing for people yes. i think <laughs> yes at well no after what they did to the last two seasons um and they like they stopped listening to the author of the book and everything like no people are kind of done with them and, and hbo i don't think was willing to give them that second chance which is great though because <laughs> The way that they're doing things, it's because the in the original Game of Thrones there are there's a lot of like mature things happening, like just mm-hmm. regular viewership stuff. Like there are trigger warnings constantly. It's rough. Like the shock value is through the roof a lot of times. Um, but in in House of the Dragon, you get the same feel, but they're not showing gross things just for the sake of showing gross things. Um, and if something awful is happening, it's more, like, nuanced. It's mm. not, like, look at it. It's happening. Look at it. It's more just, like, there's a heavy implication that what you're seeing is probably what you think. Um, and, and they're not, like, making you watch. It's just, like, this happening, we're moving on. Like, you need oh, okay. to know that this happened so that we can move on. And it's it's a lot better to watch. It's more, like, story-driven. Those things that are part of the story, it's more, like... Mm-hmm. We're not here to, like, make you uncomfortable. We're here to show you that this is a thing. Moving on. Now yeah, now we'll show good. you why it mattered. So it's 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 better, I think. I wasn't so squeamish when I watched this one compared to, like, certain scenes of Game of Thrones where I was like, oh, my God. Oh, gross. Ugh. The, like, terrible. shock value like that. that just in your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, they're, yeah. They're not really playing the shock value thing, like, hardly at all, I would say, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely a different change, yeah. Yeah, a welcome one. <laughs> a welcome yes. one. Well, my second show is completely different from that. Much more okay. lighthearted, but also <laughs> still has some <laughs> some darker elements too. And it was definitely a show that, I mean, I've, I know I've mentioned quite a few times in the podcast, I've had a lot of severe MCU fatigue and just... I'm still interested by some things and everything, but I've been hesitant. And one of the shows I was hesitant about, but I really enjoyed, and we did a whole episode on it, was Miss Marvel. That was one of my favorite yes. shows of the year. It's so good. <laughs> it was so good. I could I could just watch that show over and over again. Um, I can't wait until the Marvels comes out so we can see, like... Yes! Like, that cliffhanger, first off. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, I want to see what's happening, like, with those characters now. Like, how are we entwining them all together? I want to see that. Yeah. And I know it's fighting words for some people, but I like Brie Larson. I liked her as Captain Marvel, and I'm ready to see more of her. So, people come at me, people. that woman. Seriously. Come, for real. Come for both yes. of us. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, we'll leave that to our uh, the Marvels discussion in the new oh, year. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so are we ready for my last one? Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when... many good things about that show. It's, it is so good. Now, before I watched it, because I, I watched it after, like, I didn't see it, like, the week it came out, or even, I think, two mm-hmm. weeks. Like, I, I saw it on my own time. Um, and there, I saw a lot of people who had some criticisms of the show. And when I started watching the show, I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get where you're coming from. Okay. Um, it didn't, none of the criticisms, like, I understood them. I got them. But they didn't really stop me from enjoying the show. Um mm-hmm. You know, people complained that it was like, if they wanted to do a second Sabrina series, they should have just done a second Sabrina series. Because <laughs> some of it is very Sabrina, but mm-hmm. some of it is also kind of like weird Harry Potter vibes. Hmm. You know, like some of the character dynamics, they were like, well, that's not very Adam's family. Things like that. But I think, mm. I think you have to take the whole season as the feel and not like nitpick certain parts and certain mm. character moments because most of those okay. moments get resolved you know like it's character growth they're breathing new life into something so i i loved it i really enjoyed it um and jenna ortega just blew it out of the damn water <laughs> as far as like her portrayal of wednesday mm. um so like they'll give us more and i can't wait for it yeah oh, that's so great yeah it oh, just it seemed like a show that just had like a new twist to it. So I was yeah. expecting it to probably be a little, yeah, different and everything. And yeah, no, I've heard it from so many people that like they've been binging it or, you know, they've enjoyed it. And I'm definitely curious about it. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it, but I'm glad that it has done really well, it seems. Yeah. There are so many like iconic moments in that show. It's only like eight episodes long. It's not so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, if you if you decide to watch it, like... It's a good time. It's yeah. a good time. And the characters, the characters are so good. And it's like a mystery thing, you know, like something's happened. Mm. And she's trying to figure it out kind of thing. Um, while her normal teenage things happen around her, stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's a good time. I'm glad they made it. Yeah, that's great. All right. Should we move on to film now? The movies we've watched this year? I think so. And I'll go first. Because I'm sure your insights into things are going to be way better than mine are. <laughs> In fact, under this category, under favorite film moments, I only wrote one word with a period after it. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm just going to say my word and we're going to laugh about it and then we can move on to you, okay? <laughs> okay, I wonder. And yes. my favorite film moment was Wanda. Okay, I was hoping that was going to be your word. Yes. <laughs> that's all. That's that's enough. That's enough of that. <laughs> that is perfect. That's okay. I'll keep my film moment short because I don't want to give too much away now because this is from a movie that was one of my favorites of the year. And listeners, we will be talking about this movie. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to this film. And that film is everything, everywhere, all at once. And I will just say right now, the rock scene. That's all I will say. The rock scene is... The rock is, scene? Yeah, rock scene, okay. yes. I'll keep that in mind then. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. I have yet That's to all. watch it, so I'm excited too. Yes. I'm ready to watch it again, so we'll have a great discussion I know about this film. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to watch it like since it came out. Um, I just mm-hmm. haven't ever gotten it. Like, I've, I've had a chance to. I just haven't like taken the chance to watch it. 
Um, but it's been like in the back of my brain all year. Um, I'm so excited to like finally get to sit down and watch it because Chelsea sent it to me. So I get to yes. watch it now. <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait to t- discuss this movie with you and I hope our listeners will enjoy it. And like I said, that will be coming sooner than you think. We will definitely be bringing that episode to you in the new year. Oh yeah. Yes. So I guess that kind of hints that is, that was, is one of my favorite movies of the year. But we can go back and forth because I have a couple of movies I enjoyed watching this year. What about you, Wade? Uh, a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the movies that I watched this year were mostly like Marvel DC stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I could talk all day about them if I needed to. Um, but as far as like normal people movies go, I don't really remember like watching any like new stuff, um, which is like a bit of a shame on me kind of moment. Um but it is what it is. That's also why I'm so excited to get to watch everything all at once because, like, it's been a while since I've sat down and just enjoyed just a regular movie. Um, so I look forward to that. Yeah. Hey, you shouldn't be um, oh. hating on yourself, though, by saying you're watching normal people movies. Movies are for everyone. There's definitely plenty of movies, and it is okay if you like a particular kind of movie and you watched a lot of Marvel movies, that is okay. Oh, I I did just remember there was another movie we watched together this year that actually turned out to be an extremely good movie that we both enjoyed a lot. Well, I can only, I think in two. Is either Hocus Pocus 2 or Nosferatu? <laughs> nope, we did it. Well, yes, it was another one we did an episode over. Okay, oh no. What else fairly recently. Fairly recently. October. Oh no, I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> Oh, oh, Rear Window, yes. Yeah, Rear Window, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Rear Window. Such a great film. And I was surprised by how much I liked it. I think about it, like, every every so often. Like, it it was good. It was really Mm. good. And I think, and because of that, I think you want to do another Hitchcock movie next October, right? Yes, I would very much like to do that. Fantastic, then. Awesome. Well... I really like watching films, so apparently I consumed a lot of media. Like, mm-hmm. I listeners, I really do have a full-time job, and I do other things, too. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, so I did play over 20 games. I counted. I've been keeping track of all the movies I've watched. I watched over 130 films this year. Were those just, like, repeats and new films, I'm guessing? Yeah, so it was both, but out of the 130-plus films, 97 were new-to-me films this year. Wow. Yes. So I, and I mean, every year around the Oscars, I, like, my wife and I try to watch, like, all of them. So that was a lot of new movies around the time earlier this year. And then I, we have been, but for a good part of the year, we had been watching all the DCOM movies. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. We're not through them all yet. We, I mean, we got through probably at least 50 plus of them so far, but it's a lot. Did you watch all the Xenon movies? Yes, we have now. Okay, great. Fantastic. Yes. And of course, we had to watch all the Halloween Town movies, which... Well, duh. Some are better than others. <laughs> we don't talk about that yes, one at the are. end, but... No, we don't. No. There's so many strange ones because growing up, I actually hadn't seen a lot of the Disney Channel movies, or at least like the ones made prior to like the mid-2000s. So it was a whole mm-hmm. new experience to me, and it's... Uh, yeah... We keep talking about it, but listeners, we're going to have an episode later on at some point dedicated to Disney Channel original movies. Just you wait. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to unpack from those movies. We might have some special guests on that episode, too. Yes, we just might. 
<laughs> so another tease. This episode is full of plenty of teases for our, uh, oh, the yeah. new year, as well as reflecting on this past year. Now, another movie. So I did watch a lot of movies. It was a mix of movies that came out this year and last year. And one of the other ones that I really enjoyed was The Batman. I was very surprised, but like originally seeing the trailer for that and everything, I was like, this looks really interesting. I will admit, like, I am not a DC fan at all. I'm not really much of a Batman film or fan. And it's just, I've seen most of the other Batman movies and it's just kind of like, okay, it's a thing. But I love this movie. I think it's also because it was like an early type Batman. It was just more of a, it was like a crime mystery thriller film it was way more like detective batman than we usually get and i love that yes yeah that was Mm -hmm. fantastic it also gave me so many vibes to a david fincher film like seven or something like that and i love david fincher's work and i know it was by matt reeves but it was just a great film and i was i'd been kind of thinking about it because that movie is kind of long but i Mm -hmm. think it did its job i think every minute yeah. mattered for that film and mm-hmm. it worked really well i agree one other agree. thing about that movie is just that for some reason gotham itself just felt more real in it compared to some of the other batman movies like it felt more alive you got to see more of gotham or at least the people in gotham right yeah well they focus more on like the street level stuff mm-hmm. like and like the mob crimes and stuff like that like and that's important for gotham because usually, like, you know, Batman also has, like, super villains that he's running around chasing. But, mm-hmm. like, he's doing that at the same time that he's also dealing with the street-level gangs and stuff like that, too. Like, they don't take a break while he's off fighting Mr. Freeze somewhere. He, you know, he manages to work it all out together, which is just part of Batman. Yeah. I was excited to watch that movie, and I'm glad it ended up being a great film overall, so... Mm-hmm. definitely recommend people watch that i believe it's still on hbo max so it's worth a watch i do have one other film do you have any other films that you forgot to mention oh i don't think so go ahead okay so my last film is a much older film it's called mississippi burning it came out in 1988 and it was I watched this earlier in the year it was actually one of the films that was leaving hbo max at the time because there's like a whole section on there where you can see films that are like leaving. And we were just going through them one day and we're like, huh, what's this movie? It seems interesting. It had quite the cast. It was, let me see if I can pull that up. It was like one of the lead actors is Willem Dafoe. So seeing him in a like good guy role in a sense was very interesting. Wow, I bet. Yeah, so this movie basically it's like a crime thriller it's loosely based on the 1964 murder investigation of three civil rights workers in mississippi and it's just such this like dark and gritty film that like i don't know like watching this now like it was it's really well made really like you can just feel the like like mystery and just how messed up like the area was with like murdering civil rights workers and just like trying to hide their death and like hide their bodies in the swamp and whatnot and just like they're just trying to uncover like what happened in this town and all the secrets and it was just a really powerful film that was just Mm -hmm. i was just like dang just watching it now like it still holds (laughs) a lot of like like it's still like relevant in a sense and just it's it was a really well-made film and i think uh oh michael rooker was in it Mm -hmm. he plays one of the like bad police officers i think so (laughs) 
<laughs> so you see him as that, and then you have Willem Dafoe, and you're like, oh, you know, he's totally going to be somebody evil. And they're like, no, he's like the good guy. He's the one trying to uncover everything. And you're like, what is this movie? This is incredible. What a weird also- turntable. <laughs> yes. And there are quite a other very well-known actors in that movie as well. I just can't think off the top of my head. But it was just a film that really stuck out to me, and I was glad that we watched it. And it was just, yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. Well, good. Yeah. I think that's kind of the highlights. I know I said I watched a lot of movies. I could probably talk about all of them, but... We don't have time for that, so. Well, um, to if I could give a highlight. Yes. One of one of one of my favorite parts of the year was when we sat down to play It Takes Two together. Yes. Yeah. It was a great like, time. That was that was a great time. That was so good. Um, have you played it with Amy? No, I haven't. Okay, I need to play it with Brandon at some point because I think he'd like it. But that was. Okay, like, I I'm so glad you. we did that. I'm so glad we yeah. did that. It was so unique, just each like level being just like a different type of gameplay. It was so and just, different, yeah. Everything was so different. <laughs> yeah, and just being able to play with somebody else that you know just makes it all the more enjoyable. And just like right? yelling, laughing, just being like, what is going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Especially in our sillier moments when we were like antagonizing each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And you beat me at all the mini games. <laughs> You got me once, didn't you? I think you got me once. Okay, maybe, maybe once, but how many do we play? <laughs> Not all oh, of them. Did you time. see how many we were missing at the end? I know, we did miss a lot, that was for sure, but it was great. I hit you quite a few times with the snowballs, though. You did get me with the snowballs a lot. Like, every, yeah. like would, you just, like, rushed past and smacked. <laughs> Gone. <Yep. laughs> just a drive-by. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see, any other, um, like, surprises this year that happened? Surprises or highlights in general from the year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, well, surprise-wise, I think it kind of just went up. Like, the only thing I can loosely think about is that, I don't know, like, I really enjoyed Miss Marvel. Like, I already talked about, like, it was a big surprise to me. I just wasn't sure what that show was going to be about or, you know. I mean, like, we got, like, ideas from the trailer and stuff, but I was just like, either this is just going to go totally one way, just very disappointing, or just too ridiculous but it was great great time it really was like oh it i'm so glad that that one in specific worked out the way it did mm-hmm. i mean and plus biggest surprise in general that we got disney dreamlight valley like that game came out of nowhere and it was just it did, yeah. bam mm-hmm. excellent do you have any other highlights in the year i'm trying to think of a couple more um i'm thinking i something that surprised me a lot is really more of like an anticipated thing um, was mm-hmm. the announcement of the uh, the Mega Man Battle Network collection game. Mm-hmm. The the Battle Network co- games are like my favorite Mega Man games of all time. And they're like, well, here, here's all 10 of them. Have fun. Like, they don't come out until like, uh, like March or something, I think. But like, they announced it and I died. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> so freaking excited. Okay, so I did think of another highlight for me. Well, more of like on a personal level. It really had nothing to do with media or anything per se, but like I do love to travel and my goal is to go with like Amy and I to travel to all 50 states. And so this year we like together, like because we have like there's plenty of like there's quite a few states where like I've been like with my family or something or Amy's been with her family, but together like early this year we made collectively to 30 states together and i think by the end of this year it's been like 32 potentially like states out of 50 together so our goal is to 
keep going to more, but overall we did travel to 21 states this year, so. There you go. Do you plan on going to, to Hawaii and Alaska? Definitely. I don't think it'll be in the next year, but in, in the coming <laughs> when, years. When you decide to go to Hawaii, please let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a double trip because I would, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Yes, definitely. So mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know. I think if we're going to go ahead. Oh. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, no, Hawaii, yeah, it seems amazing. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, but honestly, parts of Alaska seem freaking amazing as well. It'd be so cool well, to do. Well, Alaska seems like a good place to, like, I don't know, I don't really know, like, if they have a lot of, like, tourism areas in Alaska, um, but, like, just, like, the environment of Alaska seems really cool. Like, I'd like to, like, I like to go and, like, look and visit and stuff like that. Yeah, no, there's some really cool national parks to visit. They have, they're really well known mm-hmm. for their national parks there, and then, I mean, even like doing an Alaskan cruise or even taking the train down certain parts of Alaska, that seems like the way to go. Oh, There's... yeah, that would be nice. I love trains. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Well, if we're going to talk like things like that, I mean, I got engaged, I suppose. That's pretty cool. Suppose, yes, that is very <laughs> exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, very that's, not, yes. that's not like a highlight of the year. That's like... It's like a highlight of my life. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, still no date, still no anything yet. Maybe next autumn. I think that's kind of where we're headed. But finding a place to do it, that's hard. <laughs> that's yeah, the sucky a... part, I think. Everything else seems so yeah. easy compared to that. Yeah, once you have that, everything just starts falling into place. But no, it's, yeah, I understand. It's it's a lot to plan. Mm-hmm. But it's very exciting. But soon. Soon. Yes. Soon, yes. Hopefully. okay well do do we want to try to can we talk about all of our biggest anticipations for next year like do we want to try to fit that in there's a lot i know there's a lot do you want to do like rapid fire just like toss it out toss it out toss it out yes let's do it all right okay go ahead chia you say chia chia yeah the like, little girl that like turns into like the coconut. Oh my no. god, I'm thinking like chia pets. And no, the that ukulele game. girl. That game. Yes, the loop. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yes, <laughs> indeed, absolutely. Um, Mega Man. Boom. Okay. I guess Hogwarts Legacy, maybe. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy getting their act together. Boom. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't um, know. That's pretty much I have. Like uh, Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. Yes. And and I. And I just, I told you, I just bought that game for like seven fifty. Oh, the like so the I can play it one? for real. Yeah, yes. yeah, like the deluxe edition. It was like eight bucks. Ooh, nice. So I was like, okay, like we'll do that. So so worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, the new theater rhythm Final Fantasy game because I'm a music nerd and it's what I do. The Marvels, seeing those. The Marvels. Together in a movie. Yes. Um, Ant Man and Wasp, Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That game, oh. did you hear what the director said about that movie? He said, have you seen the other two Ant-Man movies? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay, he recently said that, like, for this movie, um, their job, or his job, what he didn't, like, what he was tired of doing with these movies is, like, he was done being a palate cleanser. Oh, yes, I did read that. So he yeah. made he made this movie how he wanted to make it, and, like, I wet myself. I am so excited. Because I yeah. thought the other two movies were really good, but, like... I understand what he'd say about being a palate cleanser, you know, it was just like something light and yeah, funny. Just, and mm-hmm. no, I want to see like, we're going to get to see like super serious, like see some important story. stuff happening. Yes. Yeah. So that. 
Oh, do you want me to say another one? Or you? Yeah, you go ahead. I'm trying to think of another one. Okay. Uh, sure Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, how Heck could yes. I not? Okay. Um, oh, well, off of that, um, this the Spider-Man sequel for the PlayStation. Oh, yes. For real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the Wolverine mm-hmm. game? I don't know when that's supposed to come out either. Probably not. Um, way after. I think that's but... after. I think that's after sometime after spider-man Definitely. but yeah, yeah that that for sure that for sure um pokemon dlc mm. yeah see if they mess it up secret <laughs> invasion i want to oh my god secret invasion. i thought i for some reason i thought it was supposed to come out like december or january did they push it back maybe they did all i saw was early 2023 so that could literally mean anything oh. but maybe they've well, released a date since then but it's probably our next show i think it's supposed to be mm-hmm but I can't wait. I just hope it doesn't disappoint. Yes. It should be great. For real. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's um, hard to say them quickly. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sure there are so many more. Like, I'm just trying to think of, like, games that I have pre-ordered even. Ah, oh, geez. I don't know. What about Forspoken? That game comes out early next year. Oh, yeah. They, they released a demo. Yeah. Um, the demo's really cool. Like, the battle system is... I mean, it's an action game, so, like, the the battle system doesn't look surprising, like, when you're seeing it, but it, the controls are different. Mm. It does, The control system is not what you're used to. Yeah. Um. So, like, playing through the demo, I'm, like, sitting there with my control, like, oh, my God, wait, how do I do this again? <laughs> like, in the middle of combat, like, I'm going to die. Uh, but, no, it's it looks really fun so far. So that. Oh, my God, Final Fantasy 16. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. You cannot forget about that. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, that one looks really cool. And I don't yeah. say that about Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. I feel like there was a Marvel movie that we missed that I've been like excited about for a long time. Yeah, I don't remember. Because they've gotten... Uh, so many have gotten pushed back. I'm getting confused on which one's come out what year. Yeah. Seriously. There must be a very obvious one we haven't mentioned. Guardians of the Galaxy also comes out, I think, next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. It comes out in May, yeah. Yes, there we go. Um, And that one, it's going to emotionally destroy me. I already know that. <laughs> and then the last one for me is just, can't wait to travel more. That's just my overall looking forward to next year. I look forward to hopefully getting to do that in general. <laughs> it's hard to do that as a teacher. <laughs> it is, but I'd like to. I would like to. Okay, and I think, I think that wraps up our year, Chelsea. I think so. It's a jam-packed year. Watch us. We'll we'll remember stuff. We'll remember stuff and we'll like throw it on Twitter or something. Yes. I'm sure we forgot a hundred things. Yeah. No, there's definitely so much to talk about. Only so little time. But yeah, I think we did cover a great chunk of it and stuff we're looking forward to in the new year. Listeners, let us know what you're looking forward to in the new year and things that you have enjoyed for this year as well. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Now be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Share it with a friend who you might think like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are Our podcast is available like anywhere you get your podcast. Literally anywhere. And we also upload our episodes to YouTube as well as other various videos. You'll probably see more mm-hmm. gameplay videos and whatnot from us in the future on our channel. So be on the lookout for that. And, yeah. And and if you'd like, if there's something like from us that you want to see, like even if it is gameplay, um, mm-hmm. thoughts, opinions, thing, anything, let us know. Like, um, we want to give you what you want. So yes. let us know what you want and we'll put it out there for you. Definitely. Yes. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Demastered. 
And you can also send us an email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. I promise you, if you actually are worried about sending us an email and thinking we won't respond, we will respond to you. So don't worry. Like, we're, we're here for you guys and we're willing to listen. So, yes, send us an email, send us a message, DM, whatnot. Just, you know, like I said, this is just our year in review as we wrap up the year. Just thank you again so much to all of our listeners. And we will see you in the new year.